0: The vaccine site near you is online at vaccineconnector.mn.gov. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Maverick Magazine. I'm your host, Nick Burns, filling in for Paul Allen, driving the bus, as it were, uh, and joining me today from the Athletic Communications Office are uh, Jordan O'Grady and Connor Wachtel, Guys, thanks for being here on this uh, sunny but yet uh, brisk day. I mean, the weather seems to be turning now, finally, right? The 80-degree days are gone. I love it. It's great, Burnsy. Good you morning. Lo- you love it?
1: Yeah, I'm not sweating anymore walking into the
0: office <laughs> and having to bring a Gatorade towel with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, here it is, guys. We're uh, we're already beyond the halfway point. Uh, Connor, didn't you mention that uh, you finished up one of your classes that was only supposed to last about eight weeks? Final assignment yesterday night. Nice. Uh, now, submitted. as a student, how does that feel? You're done. I'm buzzing. That. You're buzzing.
2: Yeah, uh, that's half, half, uh, halfway mark of the semester, uh, two more classes. So we're holding on. But the yep. uh, high-maintenance one, everything from a 16-week course was packed into an eight-week course, so... Um, Got that out of the way and we're cruising here
0: nice nice jordan how our class is going for you
1: well i just finished up the same exact class that connor and i were in all right so it's good i like it you know it's a lot easier to me i'd rather cram it. i'd rather have every class be eight weeks (laughs) quite honestly i like that it's really cool i like the all online thing which is really nice
2: see i wouldn't say Every class eight weeks. I get to be a lot more. Definitely could, knocking out.
1: But then you get eight weeks off each yeah, of Oh, hundred Oh, 100%. <laughs> I do like that. I
2: don't I'll have to take, worry it, about I'll grind it. for eight and oh. be like, stagnant for eight. I definitely like it more than a 16-week course, but all three of them I think would get to be a lot. All and right. Drive me mentally insane. Fair but enough. <laughs> um, it's nice knowing that's one less thing I'll have to worry about. Absolutely. In you the know? first week
0: of December. So, Boy, it's been my almost 13 years since I was in uh or yeah, almost 13 years since I was in class last and I don't remember, I'm sure eight-week classes were probably a thing back uh, when I was going to school, maybe. Maybe not. But I do know that online classes were just starting out when I was about yeah. wrapping up with my grad that's school. That's actually kind of crazy. So think I, th- I think I had one online class during <laughs> my entire <laughs> collegiate career. <laughs> Most of my college has so, been online. Yeah, with the way things have been over the last couple of years, that's completely understandable. It might become the new norm here uh, in the future. Who knows? But I, I hope.
2: I want to yeah. take an online course in 2010. I feel like they're very minimalistic.
0: I I'm trying to remem I've been trying to remember it, but yeah, it was pretty uh, minimal. It's just basically I think you know you write your papers and you just send them in that sort of thing, and uh, or you take the tests online. And I don't think we didn't have the, uh, I, I, and then you know you have the syllabus sent to you. You have to do certain things every week or something like that. But you know I don't recall uh, sitting in meetings and having video discussions with uh, folks. I don't know if the technology well, I mean maybe the technology existed, but I don't know if we had it back then. So, but. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But uh, anyway, talking about class, obviously, but, you know, we should probably talk <laughs> a little bit of Maverick Athletics yeah. right on this show. I mean, I mean that is kind of what we cool. are. That's kind of what we do focus on. So, um, well, uh, let's just uh, start right off with uh, that uh, men's hockey team of ours, Connor, Uh Number one in the nation still. they they got a 3-1 record. They've been, uh, I mean, the strength of schedule is really going to probably pay dividends near the end of the year this year. Uh, I guess let's just talk about what uh, the men's hockey team did this past weekend.
2: What a weekend last weekend. Yep. I'll start off by saying that. Yep. Um, Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center was packed to the brim. Yep. Uh, really felt some shades of the old WCHA yep that we played in and I mean Bruncy you were down there Saturday night and I was there was some chants that broke out and stuff that you hadn't heard in several years yeah and it yeah. was a <laughs> yeah. lot of fun down there though but um just uh I don't know what a time but yeah. um uh, a lot of people were kind of upset that we came out with a split in that series cool. um I think we bite off a little bit more than we can chew. That's that's that's, that's, that's a that's a heck of a showing there to, against to get a, a, I mean, second-ranked team. Like, yeah, exactly.
0: You got number one against number two, and they're getting a split. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, you, that's almost to be expected, you know, so to speak. I mean, we get the shutout the first night on Friday. Dryden McKay uh, ties Ryan Miller's uh, record as a thirty-six yep. or 26, 26. Tw- 26 yep. career shutouts now. Yep. So one more shutout, and uh, Dryden McKay has the NCAA uh, Division One record, which yeah. is. That's uh, crazy when you think about it. Yeah, you
2: know. amidst all this MLB postseason stuff, like you know, everybody lives for the pitchers' duel. Mm-hmm. And it was certainly a goaltender's duel down at the Civic Center last weekend. Yep. So, um, really looking forward uh, what the Mavericks can do up in Duluth this weekend. Um,
0: yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this uh, they uh, they the Mavericks lost the second game to Saint Cloud three to one, but. MSU still ranked number one. Saint Cloud still ranked number two, and uh, the Mavericks, as you said, are going up to Duluth this weekend. They're going to take part in the Icebreaker Tournament uh, th- uh, today and tomorrow. Today, they start off the Icebreaker Tournament against, uh, I believe, number ten Providence. Uh, puck drops at uh, four p.m. today, so that'll be an interesting game. I think the last time we faced Providence would probably be that ncaa tournament game a few years back uh, the, i think we lost six to three yeah we're not talking about yeah that i mean that <laughs> j- just fr- just for reference that's all that's all this so kind of look at yeah. kind of looking for maybe some revenge there you know and everything like that so ga- the game will be at amsoil arena up there in duluth and msu will take on either number three michigan or number four minnesota duluth tomorrow at either 4 p.m or 7 30 p.m and uh you know, uh, of course, uh, the Mavericks have an extensive history against uh, the Bulldogs throughout their history. But uh, surprisingly, we have never—the men's hockey team has never faced the University of Michigan. That's actually kind of nuts when you not, think about it. Not once. It's 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 amazing. We have faced Michigan State a few times, but uh, not uh, Mich- not the University of Michigan.
2: I was kind of surprised, though, in comparison to that St. Cloud State series that dates back to I think our inception. Yeah. Um, but I was looking at PA's notes uh, for this week and. I think it was only 1999 yeah that was actually kind of crazy when you think about it like mm-hmm. that was the first meeting but yep um still what yeah. a series there too so yeah
0: definitely so i mean i so so basically at this point we're guaranteed this weekend by this weekend we still have just faced only teams there in the top nationally ranked in the top 10.
2: <laughs> love it <laughs>
0: that's uh that's a tough schedule the mavericks will be idle next weekend so then maybe they can catch their breath next week and then uh Get off to the races after that against uh, some conference opponents, I believe. So, women's hockey team is uh, going to be at home this weekend too. Uh, home and home series against uh, those uh, Gophers up there in uh, Minneapolis. So, uh, I guess uh, what's going on with that women's uh, hockey team there, Connor?
2: Uh, the women's hockey team is off to a hot five one and zero start with a one and one record in conference play. It's the best start for the Maverick women's hockey team since the two thousand three oh four season when the Mavericks started six and zero. Yep. Um, Big weekend this last weekend for uh, the Mavericks. Uh, Another non-conference sweep over Lindenwood um, at home. Uh, Big uh, historic game in game one of the series on Friday. Uh, Kelsey King uh, scored four goals and added an assist. Uh, She tied the single-game school record for points in a game of five, and also the goals record. With uh, four in that game and recorded the Mavericks' first natural hat trick since 1999. Wow! And Kim Corona accomplished wow. that. So, and um, she ended up earning uh, WCHA forward of the week. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, one well, could hope. Yeah, one you could would hope. <laughs> you would hope with and, all those goals. Uh, Alexis yeah. Patterson was actually named WCHA Rookie of the Week too, with uh, two assists. Yeah. Um, and then, so. Mavericks came out with a sweep there. They got the number five, six, uh, five, and six ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers this weekend. Um, I believe it's been 50 consecutive games since we've uh, beaten the Gophers, I but think so. the Gophers are off to a one and three start. Yep. And uh, Mavericks are already upset Duluth this year. Um, one could hope yeah. this will be the week. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, you never
0: know. I mean, uh, if. The Gophers. I mean, so far they look they look like they can be beaten this year. I mean, clearly they already have three losses, and we played them pretty tough a couple times last year, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, when we face these Gophers. Obviously, tonight uh, puck drop tonight is at six oh one up at uh, Ritter Arena, right in Minneapolis, and right. then uh, tomorrow they'll be down here, it, it, or they'll, they'll be down here for a four oh one faceoff. So, nice yes. little home and home series there, and you know, hopefully uh, things can keep going. Uh, Keep going good for uh, this Maverick team. I mean, the last time they beat uh, the Gophers was uh sweep during the oh six oh seven season. Yeah, that
2: it. was that's the craziest part is they swept them when it happened. Yeah. Um, that was January nineteenth and twentieth of two thousand and seven.
0: Yeah, I might have been an intern uh, working <laughs> at, working those games potentially down yeah. there at uh, or out there at All Seasons Arena. So
2: hey, it's got to end sometime.
0: Yeah, it definitely uh, everything does. I mean, uh, if you, I guess, well, I hate to transition into this, but. I mean, you know, hey, uh, they've, they've won their last 50 against us. We won our last 12 against uh, Wayne State last weekend in football, but uh, those Wayne State Wildcats were able to come out and get us. They did to us what they had done to uh, Duluth and Winona to the two previous weeks, and that's put up a 28-point quarter against us, and they end up coming away with that uh, 35-24 win over us, and uh, that dropped us down to 4-2 and on the season. And, you know... Um, so, uh, but uh, the Mavericks. I mean, they looked. They looked poised. They were in control th- throughout most of the game. It was a. It was low scoring first quarter or first half. I mean, it was seven seven into the closing seconds. But we got the ball back late. We were able to drive down, use our timeouts, and get Luke Williams into range for like a forty some yard field goal. We took a ten seven lead into into halftime, and everything. Okay, it's like good. Got a little momentum, and. Uh, pro- Wayne, State's, Wayne State was going to get the ball back in the third quarter, and, um, and of course there was a really strong wind coming from, uh, I think, blowing south to north or whatever, so g- driving one direction of the field was very, very difficult, especially trying to throw the ball, but in the third quarter, the Mavericks got two more touchdowns to go up 24-7, to and it looked like, okay, looks like we're all set, but then in that fourth quarter, uh, four unanswered touchdowns by the Wildcats just uh, proved to be too much, and you know, they couple of costly turnovers uh, gave the Wildcats some really good field position, and the Wildcats were able to defeat us for the first time ever. And, um, you know, the Mavericks uh, dropped out of the AFCA poll for the first time since 2016. It's been that long since we haven't been ranked in that poll. and But uh, we're still ranked 24th in the D2Football.com poll, so we're still being ranked somewhere. The Mavericks uh, are back on the road this weekend uh, at Upper Iowa in Fayette, Iowa. Uh, t- our kickoff tomorrow is scheduled for uh, 12 p.m. at... Uh, at their uh, football field and uh you know obviously this should hopefully be a good rebound game for the mavericks uh, upper iowa oh and six on the season right now the mavericks obviously four and two hopefully they can uh you know they'll they'll more than hopefully rebound nicely get a good solid win then they're coming back home for their final two games of the regular season schedule against uh Augusta- augustana uh who is uh five and one right now and uh sioux falls who's four and two so uh both teams are very quality opponents, and they're not going to be uh, easy necessarily to uh, get some wins on. But uh, we'll have to wait and see, and uh, hopefully we get a couple more wins because th- basically at this point now, if we w- if we're thinking NCAA playoffs, pretty much we're going to need to run the table and then maybe get a little help with some other teams getting knocked off if we want to make the NCAA tournament. So, but got to take it one week at a time. That's all you can. That's all you can worry about. So, got to worry about Upper Iowa uh, tomorrow at noon and. Uh, Jordan, uh, what, what's going on with that uh, volleyball team of ours?
1: <clears throat> well, we return to the action tonight. we got Augustana, right? Augustano, Augustana, Augustana. I, I never know which one to choose, yeah. but I digress. And then number five, Wayne State. Um, yeah, it, it's really good. Exciting in the fact that uh, senior libero, Mara Quam, is uh, 27 digs away from tying the MSU all-time record and 28, obviously, from... Taking that over, so that's something to keep your eyes on this weekend if you're attending either home match. Um, yeah, I mean we're looking at a 10 and, at ten and seven right now, almost smack dab in the middle in the conference. Um, these are when talking to Coach Phelps yesterday briefly. Um, he really thinks this is that moment where uh, we we can take off, as he said, and really put put ourselves almost six games above five hundred. In total, and almost almost, a uh, four game, yeah, four games above five hundred in conference. So, mm-hmm. so kind of, I want to say make or break, but I think it's a big part of the season to really make that push for the conference tournament play. Yep. And you know, it's funny looking at their team stats. I mean, comparatively to their opponents, they're almost split five hundred. And looking down at Looking down from the attack side, the offensive side of the ball for the Mavericks, they have 762 kills. Mm. Opponents have 769. Uh, <laughs> kills per set, yep. 11.9 for the Mavericks, 12 for opponents. So <laughs> Right down the middle, base. Yeah, right? I yep. mean, and that's, that's just the start of it, you know, looking mm. at the assists. 701 for us, 708 for opponents. 11 assists per set for us, 11.1 for opponents. Mm-hmm. So... You, that's either meaning two things, you know, you're beating the teams that need to be beat and having a bit of a challenge with the uh, higher-ups, such as Wayne State them, or in, as we saw earlier on the season, going a lot of five sets and battling back and yeah. forth in a lot of close sets, so it's there. You know, they're on the precipice of getting yeah. over that hump and mm-hmm. getting to that next level, and a lot of that, as I spoke about last week with the freshmen and Kaya Durant and then the young sophomore not not a freshman but sophomore ellie danielson and a lot of that young talent that's really showing up late here in the season and it's good to see and i think it has a lot of promise for the future but i mean they've developed quite well and i think really found their um their role and their synchrony with the team and where they fit Mm -hmm. in the lineup and what they do and i mean kaya durant it's been on fire with the blocks as far as I know or so concerned. I don't think any other matches have happened early this week. Uh, she's still leading the conference in blocks as a freshman. So, I mean, yeah. that, I mean, you know, you can go on that tangent while being a freshman and doing that, but I think she's just talented. Yep. It, I don't think it matters what year she is. She's just mm-hmm. clearly gifted at what she does, yep. and I don't want to use that as a freshman even though she is she a is, freshman yeah. She just she came in ready to play yeah, For did. this team So yep. that's great to see And then Torin Richards has been getting thrown in I shouldn't say thrown in there But being put in there In very strategic places And she almost kind of fills out Like a young Mariah Edgerton mm-hmm. spot In that outside hitter And Edgerton's 15th in the conference in, um, in kills And I forget exactly where in hitting percentage But she's in, yep. in that same range But you know, they got people, and I'm not trying to get rid of our seniors that we have now, but no, they no. got they got people that are going to be able to come in, have this game experience or match experience that they're getting now and fill in nicely and take over that role heading or moving forward. Yep. So, you know, I kind of always sound like I'm thinking about the future more than the present <laughs> with it. But yeah. I think that's a good problem to have. And, again, yeah. not pushing out people no. that are already here. I mean, no, absolutely you not. got a lot of great players right now that are helping them win games. And Mariah, Dan- Dana Schindler, and I'm going to miss so many. But, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're going to lose Mara Quam too after the season. So, you know, they. I think Coach Phelps has done a good job of getting a good rotation and getting these people that are yeah. going to be asked – to step into this role next year, mm-hmm. into the game and having that experience while obviously relying on Mara, Dana, Mariah, uh, and and, and yep. others. So, yeah, it's exciting. This is going to be an exciting uh, two days of matches. Hopefully get this one tonight and then give it a best shot against number five, yeah. Wayne State. I mean, it's never yeah, – yeah, that's you a got, tall you task. You got to but play but you, the match,
0: though. Yeah, you, exactly. never, you never know. Yep. If, a, if a few things just go your way in volleyball, yep. volleyball can be such a momentum Type absolutely. of a game. If you just get hotter, or if a couple yep. big plays just break your way every so often, that can just give you all the momentum and just give you that little necessary yep. oomph to be able to get over that to be the first one to get to twenty five. Yeah, absolutely and right. Everything like that. So, and of course with this with this conference, I mean, last weekend we swept up Bemidji and Crookston three yep. nothing. That was to be expected exactly. because Bemidji and yep. Crookston had a combined one win between them last weekend. Yep. But, uh, you know, going in going in against Wayne State, who I'm sure is uh, number five in the nation, they're <laughs> yeah. probably pretty gosh darn good. Yeah. And then Augustana is no, no – they're no slouch.
1: No, then Augustana is kind of in the same boat we are yeah. in terms of not ability, but in terms of who they play. Yeah. They beat who they're supposed to beat, yep. and they give a good fight to the nationally ranked. And, I mean – To the top dogs, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at – the the ratings AVCA poll for volleyball. I mean, you got four, five, sometimes even six teams. I know Duluth was on the cusp. They've kind of faded here for whatever yeah, which reason. Is really which, Yeah, that's the big. St- that's the you know, real surprising story in the ranked conference this in year. the top twenty five. So yeah. I mean, you're playing quality competition mm-hmm. almost every week. Granny, you'll have a Bemidji or Minot or so be it that you go. Okay, we go in here, do what we have to do, take care of business, yep. get out. But at least once a weekend almost you're gonna play yep. a top contender not yes. only in the conference but in the in, nation. In the, in the nation yep. And so it's it's cool. And the one thing I, l- I find um cool about volleyball and you mentioned basketball similar. The one thing that they do in volleyball really well, much like basketball coaches do, is know when to call those timeouts. Yep. And we saw it we saw it against Bemidji. And a little side note on Bemidji is like me and my caller for stats, Jackson, like they're no slouch. I couldn't believe they were winless because mm-hmm. you know you look at a team during warm up, like yeah, you can tell that's probably why young not yeah. making the normal plays. But yeah. Bemidji had a hitter in number fifteen. I forget mm-hmm. her name, but she could really swing. And I'm like wow. So they stayed with us, and Coach Phelps had a few great. Timeout calls, yeah. and then we answered right back and went on big runs to finish it, which is great. And speaking yeah. of the momentum, like that's yeah, that's that all it takes that's part of the I strategy. Remember. I really find is yeah. timeouts are super strategic yeah. in volleyball. Definitely, but yeah, exciting weekend, big records to be broken, and big chance to move put yourself in position for conference tournament time here. Well, hopefully our volleyball team can uh, get it done this weekend against uh,
0: the Vikings and the Wildcats. Uh, We owe the Wildcats after last weekend, so come on, on, volleyball, we're relying (laughs) on you here. Uh, The Mavericks swimming and diving team uh, last weekend took on the University of South Dakota in a duel, but the the Coyotes were able to come away with the 198-100 duel victory. Dara Coleman won the 100 breaststroke event, while senior Emily Goodman won the 200 breaststroke event, and senior senior Anya Anya Enervold uh, won the 200 backstroke event as well. Uh, the Mavericks usually always start the year off with uh, the University of South Dakota, and last year actually, or two years ago, the Mavericks actually defeated uh, South Dakota in in their opening duel. So, but it's just a good way to kind of test where we're at and everything like that. The Mavericks obviously coming off their second NSIC championship in school in program history last year. So the Mavericks will host uh, Southwest Minnesota State and Concordia-St. Paul tonight in a double duel. Uh, that begins at 5 p.m. At our, at our pool. So we wish them the best of luck there. And, uh, Connor, we got to – I mean, you're talking about all those goals that uh, mm-hmm. the women's hockey team scored. I think someone on that women's soccer team uh, scored a lot of goals this past weekend.
2: Uh, yeah, Jenny Vetter. Shades of old Jenny Vetter. Oh yeah, shining through. Uh, she gets NSIC of Offensive Player of the Week with six goals, including four <laughs> against Upper Iowa yeah. uh, last Friday.
0: Just the third Maverick ever to score four goals in a in a uh, game. I think, and uh, the first one since 2000 to do it. I think uh, Desoski was the last one to do it. I think she scored five in a game in the year 2000. So, but man, that's yep. that's something right there.
2: Yep, and. uh but first since 2000, the yep. had 5 and then uh Nicky Knot had fi- uh 4 in 1997. Gotcha. So yeah, you were spot on with that. Yep. Um and then not only uh that, uh Rath also got a player of the week with goalkeeper of the week after picking up two shutout victories. Mm-hmm. The Mavericks now have 5 straight shutouts and I must say Eight two and one, six one and one, and the NSIC looks a lot better than you know the three. Mm-hmm. They were at what yeah. it, three two and one, and we were kind of uh-huh. wondering where they were at. Well, a couple big statement wins this weekend because yep. not only we were, we were wondering about goals a little bit, they were winning mm-hmm. a lot of matches by one two goals, and this week they came out and defeated Upper Iowa four or Upper Iowa five nothing, and then Winona State four nothing. Yeah, no, so.
0: nothing like a nine goal explosion uh, yeah, this past weekend. Was, to Really, uh get those offensive juices churning there finally you know and I mean you know what the crazy thing is though Connor is seeing us at 6-1 and 1 in conference play we're we're in fourth place I in the NSIC know, standings nuts. with that record right now. That's how that's how top heavy this uh, conference is with women's soccer. You want to read down the top three teams in the conference right now? Yeah.
2: So and that's what's going to make next week so interesting because we got Minot State in first. They're eight zero in the conference. Midgie State. We played them already. They're seven 0 one. We tied. We yeah, tied them. We did 2-2. tie them. So that's where that one comes from. Uh, you marry six zero and two, and we're sitting at uh, fourth again with six one and one record. <laughs> so and then we've got. Um, St. Cloud State today, three at the pitch, and then Minnesota Duluth, um, at one on Sunday. Um, St. Cloud State sitting right there, middle of the pack. Um, they're three, two and two in conference play with a three, four and two record overall. So they're our biggest test this week because Minnesota uh, Minnesota Duluth, excuse me, is one six and one this year with a one nine and one overall record. So, yeah. um, hopefully, we can come out with two wins this week, and then yeah. the the big test is next week because we've got. Uh, Two of those top three teams, and um, oh, is there a road trip and to Marion,
0: Minot? Oh, yeah, yeah that's gonna be a big that, one. Yeah, that that will be probably the road trip that will define uh, where we finish in the conference standings,
2: more than likely. And it has to be the longest road trip of the year, <laughs> of too. Of course,
0: it does. Right? Just, I mean,
2: all the things so. to test. yeah. So, um, get through this week. I mean, we don't want to skip ahead. Mm-hmm. Play play no, well this week, no. and then. Really got a next week's going to be the real interesting one for mm-hmm. Maverick women's soccer team. Well, so.
0: that that St. Cloud soccer team always gives us a good a good battle. Yeah, they any, actually any defeated us last, exactly. last time out. So, so don't you know, get we, too far. Yeah, out of you can't you can't worry about uh, Mary and mine not next weekend yet yeah. when you got uh, St. Cloud and Duluth coming to town. There's always a good uh, excuse. You know they're always pumped to face us and <laughs> and everything. So it's the same way. Every football team that we face is always pumped to face us. I think that this soccer team has developed that bit of reputation too. Everyone. Who comes in to face us gets a little bit more fired up because we've we you know we've been the top dog in the conference for the last like five to ten five to ten years now at this point so you know and you know we welcome that you know it's yeah. it's good to be you know we like to be the top dog in in the conference with these sports and you know you you know that obviously leads to a lot of postseason stuff and everything like that so and uh, I mean we were I mean we were actually just talking about this earlier before the show came on it's like we're we're fast approaching here the end of the fall season aren't we guys I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean after this weekend we're only gonna have three more home volleyball matches. Yep. Two home football games and just one more uh women's soccer match before uh before postseason play. And obviously with volleyball, uh you know, I mean we could, we're hoping to make that conference yeah. tournament but it's a big weekend for that, as yep. we talked about. And uh of course, um obviously with volleyball with our three home matches, that's gonna be it. Yep. I mean we're not you know, uh, football, uh, you know, they took their second loss, so hosting a, p- a home playoff game uh, is going to – it's not out of the realm of impossibility, but I would say it's not very likely at this point, to, even if we were to run the table and finish 9-2. and two. Women's soccer, obviously, um, you know, right as if it ended now, they'd host at least a first-round playoff game in the NSIC tournament. But, you know, you got three other teams who are – who if they win, they're going host to host the rest of the tournament over us. So – but like like we said, you know, we'll have to wait and see how so- where soccer is after this weekend, and then of course uh, next weekend as well. But uh, you know, it's something that we're accustomed to hosting a lot of postseason stuff for soccer and uh, football, especially. And we'll hopefully get more of the same. But uh, who who knows? I mean, the level of competition this year it's uh, pretty it's pretty intense in both football and uh, soccer right now at this yeah. point. So anything else for uh, the good of the cause here, guys? Any other? Uh, notes or anything like that uh obviously uh jordan and me we've been uh starting to prep for uh, some basketball stuff here that'll be uh starting up here pretty soon like uh yep. i think the women will have a an exhibition contest at drake here on november 6th and i think uh Correct. both the men and the women i think november 16th i think is our first uh home yep.
1: home event yep bethany and lutheran
0: i think maybe the week uh a little bit before that the mavericks will be and the men's team will be at the yep. uh central region challenge down in kansas city and uh, but yeah, before we know it, uh, basketball will be here, and we'll be joining Connor with uh, winter sports. Yeah. Connor and PA, <laughs> yes sir. You know, but uh, hey, it's been it's been a fun fall uh, semester so far. It's been nice to get back into the groove of things, you know, after uh, missing out on a year last year, and you know it's been fun to watch uh, soccer, volleyball, and uh, football compete again. You know? Yes sir. Yeah. Well, that's about all the time we have here today for this edition of Maverick Magazine. I want to remind everyone that you can follow all the action at all of our sports at MSUmavericks.com. Follow us on Twitter at Athletics, And remember, it's great to be a Maverick.